It's that time of year when we're talking about sponsorship a lot, and that's what today's show is on about. How to approach a company. Ain't afraid to bear my soul, ain't afraid to walk on coals. I ain't gonna tell no lies, I ain't gonna apologize. Can't stop me now. Hi everybody, it's Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show talking about the things that matter to you if you're a race driver and even if you're not a race driver, it's still applicable because what we teach here is about you getting the best out of yourself. What we teach here is you getting a career and that means you've got to perform. So this is more specific because it's more motorsport because it's sponsorship and it is the time of year, like I said at the opening, where everybody's thinking about next year. In fact, no matter when you're watching this, if you're watching it in March, April, May, June, you still need sponsorship because sponsorship is the bloodline to your racing because it happens to be one of the most expensive sports on the planet. And if you want to play, then you've got to pay. You've got to get your cash out to pay for the team, to pay for the car if you're running it yourself. And you can't get around the fact that you or somebody else needs to bankroll this. It's just the way the sport is. So you can't help but think to yourself, right, I need sponsorship. But there's a problem with that. Sponsorship now, it always has, but even more so, needs to make sense. It needs to, if you're going to a company and you're asking them to give you the cash so you can go race. Did you realize how stupid that sounds, by the way? How ludicrous it is that you expect the company to pay for your racing. If you expect somebody else just to pay for you to go and thrash a car around a track, then you better make it worth their while. This is an area where drivers don't really pay attention to because they have this desire, this dream to be a race driver or they are racing and they, they love it so much they just want it. It's like a drug. They want to do more and more and more of it. And you're expecting somebody else to pay for it? How's that going to work? If somebody's going to give you hundreds of thousands, what have you got to do for that person that's going to make them think, you know what, I'm going to give this driver all this money because they're going to give me that much in value or more. If I give them 100 grand to grow my company, I want it to grow my company of a value of 200 grand. I want loads more clients. I want all this exposure, if that's what you're going to get me. All the hospitality, not really a big one, hospitality. Or corporate entertainment, entertaining my staff, entertaining my top clients in terms of being on track and you're coaching them. There's got to be something, some kind of service that you're providing for a company and they'll look at it and go, you know what, I'm going to give this driver hundreds of thousands of dollars, of pounds, of euros. And it makes sense. I can talk to the, the board and they'll say, yeah, definitely. You as a driver have got to come up with a product and something to sell to companies that, that or a service to sell to companies and it makes sense to them to say, yes, we're going to go for this. But you're not doing it. Not Hardly anyone's doing it. It's still people that are contacting me and drivers, and I was the same, drivers are thinking, I am a race driver. Do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to put your name across the car and I'll I'll do some social media on you as well? For hundreds of thousands? It does not make sense. Every time they'll say no. You can send a thousand proposals out. But if you're not really offering anything 
and it's of no value, they're just going to say no. They're just going to see it as junk mail. Why should they pay for your racing? I really want you to stop and ask this question and then answer it. And if you can't, it's time to get to work. That's what today's about. I want to be blunt with you. I want to be so straight and give you basically a six-step process of how to go and ask for sponsorship from companies. And that's not easy. So we've got to get this right. And this is going to take so much trial and error. I'm going to give you some kind of strategy now, some template of this is how you do it. But you're going to have to do it over and over and over again. Change your approach constantly until you start to get it right. Until you start to think, you know what, I think I've cracked this. I think I know how to approach a company now, how to ask them, what to offer them. But that's trial and error. You're going to have to do this hundreds of times, approaches, until you get this right. That's the first hurdle that people fall. They don't realize that sending just a proposal to one or two companies a month, when really you've got to do hundreds before you start to get your head around this, that's the fact of it. It's a numbers game, but you've got to keep adjusting all the time. Okay, without further ado, let's talk about the six steps or six main things I think you should tick as you're approaching companies. Number one, what is your approach? Now, I've just got two approaches, right? Where, where drivers are getting money. First of all, it is sponsorship, which actually is bloody hard now if you don't know the company, but still, sponsorship is the valid route. That's your approach. If you're gonna approach that, then we've got to design this, say, right, we're gonna go for sponsorship, so that's what this strategy is gonna be about. The second other way that, pe that people get they're racing paid for is for somebody to invest in their career. And that's a different style. That's usually for the kind of driver that has shown that they have an amazing amount of talent, speed, and it looks like they're gonna go big time. Then they can start to get the investors that invest in their career. So it's a different style. You're going to, if, you, if you're, you are this hotshot, you've, you've, you've just won the World Karting Championship, everyone knows you're on your way, that's the kind of driver that looks for investment. If you're just starting out, if you're slightly older than most drivers, if you haven't got any pedigree, no contacts, then the investment route is difficult. Because why would somebody invest in you if they don't really think that you're gonna make it? If they've never seen you on track, they've never heard you, they've got no buzz around you, you haven't got hundreds or tens of thousands of followers on social media sort of validating that you are going somewhere then you can't really go the investment route. You can't just say, I'm a race driver, I'll give you 20% of my career earnings, whatever I earn, if you pump in millions. Because they'll be like, well, I don't even know if you're any good. We could put you in a race car and you'll be three seconds off. I can't invest in that. So the investment route is for people that have proven that they are going big time. And then people are basically investing in their career. If that's not for you and you're going for the sponsorship, then we need to design this this way. So first of all, you need to know your approach. Investment, if you've got some pedigree already and some results and it looks like you're going somewhere, or sponsorship, if you're just gonna go to companies and try and get them to pay for your racing. Okay, number two is what is your product? You could have the best approach, the best sales pitch, the best one-liner, the best proposal, 
the best elevator sp uh, pitch. You can have all this in place and I, I can always get a meeting ends. It's amazing. I just ask them. I just approach them this way. I've got it down. So you get the meeting. What are you going to offer them? If your service that you're offering these companies, or product if you want to call it, is not that good, then you can have all the meetings in the world. But if you're not really got anything to offer them, it's just a sticker on the car, they're going to say no because it doesn't really show them how you are actually definitely going to get them customers or how you're going to sell their services to the masses, how you're going to get them more clients. It just says a sticker on the car. You need to make sure, the second thing here, once you know what approach you're doing, you need to make sure you've got something to offer a company. This is what I'm selling. And it's really valuable to you. It can help your company overcome what's happening now in COVID. It's the post-COVID solutions. And we're using sport to do that. Said that to Russell today. And you know, Russell, you've watched this. I emailed you today about that. It's you need the, you need the product. What are you offering them? Get massively clear. If you're in a championship that has got very good exposure, it has got live TV and live streaming, and you're definitely going to get airtime, then there's something there. It's not often that a company would just say, yeah, we'll stick it on there because it's, it's just good exposure and you can see the cargo pass now and then. But it's still something. If that's what you're selling, then that's what you're selling. If you're selling um, entertainment or incentives for their customers, or their top salespeople. So say if you've got this race car, you're already racing, and you think, right, it has got two seats in it. I can get the sponsors to offer, or companies, to offer their top salespeople a day out at the races, or should I say, a track day where they actually drive the car and I coach them. And a company pays me 10, 15, 20, 30 grand for this service. But it's good because it energizes the sales staff, the sales force. It makes them, if they hit a certain target, if they are number one of that month or, or the end of the year, then they come and have a day out racing a car. And it, it's like an incentive. And that's for customers as well. They can offer their customers incentives. If that's the only service that you are providing and it has nothing to do with what you do at a race weekend, it's like in the week. It's going to a track, putting on this, this great corporate entertainment, this incentive program, then go out and sell that. That is a service. Nothing to do with the racing. You don't even need a sticker on the car. You're just using that car as something to entertain their staff and clients or clients. Or you could say, right, I've got this car. It's completely covered in your livery, your brand. And we're going to go to supermarkets, shopping malls. And we're going to sign people up to subscribe to whatever it is that you sell. If that's the only service that you provide, then that's it. You've got that. You can go and hit companies and say, look, this is what we do. It's going to cost about two grand to wrap the car. It's going to cost about two grand a day for me to go to these places and to gain all these new customers or subscribers for you. That is a service as well. You've got to pay for the pitch as well. Say if the shopping mall says right for you to park that car there, that's going to cost a grand. Okay, it's going to be pretty much then. I can do this program, 20 grand for the for the, the three months, and then we can see if it's working. You say, I'm going to go to these shopping malls. It's going to cost this much, 20 grand or whatever it is. How many days you do that? And then if you can take 10 grand for that and spend it on your racing, then you've done. You've done a good job. This is how you've got to think now. What can I offer a company 
that will actually get them clients, will actually push their services out there or their product or allow them to just product sampling. If that's all you do, you've got to understand or really get clear on what it is. Two or three things or even just one thing that you're doing for a company and you go around the country selling that. And then the profit of that pays for your racing. This is how hard it is. This is why so many drivers are not getting sponsorship because they're not prepared to do all these things. They're like, I'm a race driver. I can't go and sell all these things to companies. Well, just get something understood right now. If you want other people to pay, and I've said it already, you want people to pay for your racing, then what are you going to offer them? This is where, like we said in the Brian Sims interview, you've got to put your business hat on. Once the race weekend is over, that's it. You become this business person who is selling benefits, services to companies. And from that company that you're doing that from, you spend the profits on your racing. This is you becoming a, an entrepreneur. Nothing to do with the driving itself. But if you've got to get cash in, you've got to do whatever you can to get cash in. Number three, you've got to look the part. Now, if you're going to a company and you are offering these solutions, then they're going to pay you to go and get them clients and sell their services. Then you've got to look the part. You can't just be a race driver who hasn't really got any money, who hasn't really even got a website that's backing what they can do for companies up and telling them. They're not going to believe it. They're just going to think you're a one-man band who's going around in a, in a shabby car that doesn't look really, really look that good trying to sell their services. They're not going to pay for that. So if you're going to a company, then you can form your own company. Call it something like post-COVID solutions or company growth through sport is your tagline. You've got to give yourself some kind of legitimate company that you are helping companies through. Does that make sense? Not just Billy Smith, who's going out there helping companies. No, no, no. You need a business card. You need a logo. You need a website that shows that you help companies grow through sport. So this is setting up a business now. And this isn't just a front to fake people. No, no, no. This is you taking it seriously and saying, you know what? If I can help companies get back on their feet after or during COVID, then that is a service that is valuable. Shall I just start a company that does that alone? Maybe I just do the social media for companies to get them back on, on track that way. And that's the service I provide. Maybe I, I go out into the open world once we're allowed to and I push their name. That's the service I provide. You better get very clear on, how, on who you are when you're approaching a company. If this is what you do for a living, you help companies grow using motorsport, then that's what you do. You set up a company with a good name, legitimate company, and that's what you sell. And even if, again, you only sell just one benefit, which is going around shopping malls, or it is exposure on TV, just that one thing, but that's all you do, fine. At least you know, this is what I offer companies, this is my company name, or this is what we do as a mission, and you, you look the part, then it is something to invest in for companies. They've got to know that you specialize in something and they're going to hire you to go out there and sell their services or sell their products or get more clients. This again, I've got to hit home how difficult this is. This is full time. 
if you're just dreaming in your bedroom about being a race driver but you're not really acting on it in this way how i'm going to always repeat this and i don't care how are you going to get a company to give you enough money so you can go racing you've just got to provide them with value and all we've said at the moment is know exactly what approach you're taking what's the product or the service that you're selling and what's it going to look like the company that you're going to form that does this for other companies allows them to grow how's that going to look go on to godaddy buy a domain name of i don't know post-covid solutions if that's what you want to call yourself it's very narrow but it's basically says it is what it says on the tin it helps companies grow after covid or during covid and you're just coming up with all these different ways to help companies grow and get back on their feet man you're always if you hit that right you're going to be a millionaire and you can spend that on racing as long as you're providing them with the proper stuff the real stuff you are getting them results clients Number four, target those who want this. So you know what you're about. You look the part. You've got one or two things that you are actually selling, maybe three things that you're selling within motorsport that helps companies grow or or meet their goals through, through 2021, 2022. You've shown them how you can do this. Then you've got to talk to the people that actually want this. So if you do see a company that has a big sales force and you know that selling is really at the core of their success because if they don't sell then they're not going to get their product or services out then that's the kind of company that you target if you're going for incentives if you're saying to companies you're going to them and you're saying right we can energize motivate your sales force and we can offer them these incentives and you've got three or four in motorsport you could, could just be a factory tour around f1 factory whatever it is that you're doing to offer incentives you give them this proposal or this package or this uh, brochure that says these are the things we do as incentives to energize your staff. You probably get a motivational speaker in and you pay that motivational speaker and obviously you hire them out for more so you make profit. Again, I think you can see how I'm brainstorming here and just going out to what you can offer them. But you've got to know who would want that. Is there a certain company now that is launching something big? It's a new product. And you think, you know what, just at race weekends and in the weeks itself, I can help them get the word out. I can do product sampling. If they're like a food or beverage company and you know that they're really interested in getting people to taste their new product, then that's what you base it around. You say, right, I can give you access to these people. I can go to the shopping malls again with this car all in all decked out in your colors and we're going to have the food station or the drink station there for people to have a taste give us feedback get the brand out there give them prizes but you run that that's fine again it's a service you can do for companies so you got to target them kind of people if that's the service you've got is product sampling then you target all the companies that you think would want ta- would want that if you are incentivizing the staff to help them perform better, then you look at all the different companies that you think would want that. And you have a short list of about five companies that you're going to approach. We'll talk about how to approach them next, but you're going to approach them. You have a, a nice spreadsheet of these are the companies are going to approach. These are the details. This is something I know they really want, the product they want. 
that's the name of the person this is how i'm going to contact them and you have a spreadsheet of all the companies and you tick them off with feedback of i tried that one they were not interested I tried that one they fobbed me off i tried that one they were kind of interested i've got to send them a brochure and i've got to meet them on tuesday the 3rd of october fine and as soon as you've ticked one off and it's a definite no you replace with another one. So you've always got like five companies on the go all the time, researching them, who is it to I approach, and that's it. And you keep on hacking that list all the time. Number five is where to approach them. This is something that's hard now. Again, Brian Sims said, didn't he? He said, it's just difficult to get through to the phone lines now. No, everyone's working from home. The marketing department's probably on furlough or something. So I say one of the best ways is LinkedIn. So if you do start, start a company, this post-COVID solutions or whatever it is, or um, growth through sports, whatever you're going to call this company, if you go in that route, then you've got to set up a LinkedIn page for that company and a Facebook page. So you're on social media as that company. So you have got this, you know, even more value then. And then you approach companies on LinkedIn and you can even even as advertise just to their employees. It's got something on there now, LinkedIn at the moment, where you put an advert together, just a quick advert about how your company is helping other companies get back on their feet after COVID, or they're using sport to promote them, or using sport to get more clients and sell your services. The, the, the emotional industry or the emotional world of sport, if you can attach your company to that and offer your services within this captive audience, how powerful that is. So it's me selling now. Um, and you target people on LinkedIn, you put that advert out, and only the people who work at that specific company, IBM, that you're targeting, IBM's a bit of a big one, but just an example, and only they see the advert, it's like, um, I think Gary Vee said, Do, does your CEO know how effective promoting yourself through sports or how effective using this sport is for incentivizing your staff? And it's just an advert you put out there. It doesn't cost much. Or you look at all the different companies, you look for the CEO and you just message them direct but it's got to be in a powerful, hard-hitting way of this is what we do for companies. Are you interested? You put the value at the very top. But if you know your product, if you say we can increase sales or incentivize your sales force or get your name out or product sampling in the industries where they're not really looking, you put that at the very top and that's what you're selling. Remember that. And that leads me on to number six, what to say. What not to say, which I don't think you would now because if you've done these five steps before, you won't be going this angle. But what not to say is I'm a race driver. I'm interested in your company. Maybe we could sit down and research your goals and see if there's something we can do. It's like, whoa, way too fluffy. If I read that, I'm like, what are you after? What are you? Why do you want to come into my company and look at my goals? It's nothing to do with you. So your opening line needs to hit them with your main benefit. It's, it's Rob from post-COVID solutions, whatever you call yourself. I'm writing to see if you would be interested in, bang, that's where you put your product. So they know by the first line, very, it's like the elevator pitch. They know who you are, where you're from, but that's really quick and kind of irrelevant. And then it's the benefit. It's what you're offering. Smack them in the face with, we increase 
again, it is the elevator pitch. We increase percent, um, sales by X amount of percentage. We've done it in the past. Would you like to do the same through the world of sport? And you're just setting up a meeting. Really short, just two or three paragraphs, keeping it very, very short. It's not me, I'm a race driver. It's more, I'm offering this. Would you like to have a meeting to discuss it? And if you do this often enough and you go to the top person at a time when they're in pain, at a time when they need solutions and you're offering these solutions up front in the email, perfect. That's what they want to do. So again, just to run through this, number one, what's your approach? Get really obvious. Is it investments or is it sponsorship? Number two, what's your product? What are you actually selling? What is the one, two, three things you're going to a company with? Not a race driver with a sticker on the car. Number three, look the part. Set up some kind of company that that's what you do for a living. Legitimately, this is what we offer companies. Number four, target those who want it. Goes without saying. You've got a solution. You've got a product. Who wants it? Number five, where to approach. You can use the phones, you can use emails, you can write letters, but I think LinkedIn and social media is a good way to get to people now. And number six, what to say. This is going to take testing, but really smack them in the face with what you're offering. They're either interested or they're not, or you just want a meeting. And you're going to test this hundreds of times before you start to find out how to do this for companies. So that's it, everybody. If you're looking for sponsorship, you want to approach a company, make sure you've got something to sell. Make it look legit because it is legit. It's what you do for a living to earn money to go racing. And you just keep pounding. You just keep asking people all the time. If you're getting negative feedback and they're telling you why, you change your approach. Get very good at this and there'll be no stopping you. You, you will earn the money to go racing. But dedicate yourself. This is going to take so much work. If you're interested in getting sponsorship, this is a full-time job. Understand that. But if you are ready, then this is how to do it. Can't stop.